Welcome to Lee University. Welcome to the Artist Manager and Music Business Internship Podcast. This podcast is a lecture on the modules within both courses and course toolkit. Now, both of these courses both share the same modules, the exception being the Music Business Internship course that has modules week one through eight. Now, by now, you should have done the company overview. So we're going to start with the scouting module. Now, the scouting module is going to talk about scouting for artists. So once you click into the scouting module, it's going to show scouting guidelines and scouting links and resources. So we're going to start with scouting guidelines. Now the ANR, which stands for Artists and Repertoire, are the people within the label that are responsible for scouting new talent, new artists, and acts for the label. So when you're scouting, there's certain criteria that we must go through in order to find the right artist for the label. Every label is going to have certain criteria. We don't just accept anyone. Now, if you're an artist manager, there's going to be a quota. There's going to be a certain amount of artists that we need to maintain on the label at certain times. And that quota number can change. So when we're looking at artists, potential artists, there are certain things that you can't see before you even listen to their music to know if they're, they are going to be potentially uh, a good artist to present to the executive A&R for consideration. So you want to get, um, you want to get an overall professionally polished image of this artist. We're not going to go to, you know, open mics or things like that to search for for new talent. What we want to look for is established artists. So they must been have been performing for at least two years. And you want to know that they at least have their own website. If they have their own website, that's good. So now you're going to go check that out. And it should present to you a very uh, professionally designed website. They would have, you know, their own logo And you want to look on there and see if they got photos. 
So if they got photos, they should be professionally shot. You want to look at their biography. Uh, you want to see if they got a tour schedule on there. If they do, they should be actively touring or have done a lot of shows in the past. And then you also want to look at their contact and see if they have a manager, booking agent, record label, or anyone that represents them. Now you're going to look at all of this and already know, you know, if you see they have all the elements there, you know, great photos, you know, they could, you could look on the contact page and see they have, you know, a manager, an agent, all that type of thing, all those types of things, then you know you're on the right track. This is all before you listen even to their music. So when you do listen to their music, you want to listen to at least three songs. And they should have a wide range of songs. So, you know, a fast up-tempo song, maybe a mid-tempo, and then a slow type of ballad. What we're looking for... Sometimes when we have the quotas, uh, we might have something genre-specific or something specific like, say, hey, we need, you know, an R&B female singer. But you always want to keep an open ear because we might have that quota saying, hey, we need a, a single uh, female singer, but... You know, you might be looking around and come across this great country band. So you always want to keep an open ear at all times. Now with the music, it's always, we always like to say popular music. So always keep in mind, we're looking for anything that is popular at the moment. Just when you're, just in general, when you're trying to keep an open ear out. So you want to make sure the music is commercial, it's radio-friendly, mainstream. You want to listen to the lyrics, listen to the chorus, the verses. You know, it sounds catchy. It's within three to four minutes long in length for all, all the songs. And obviously they can play their instruments well, whether it's singing or guitar, or whatever that may be. So if we think that we have someone good, we want to contact their manager or whoever's representing them. And we're going to send them an email first. Make sure that your email is professionally typed and written there is a email signature within there and you're emailing them and saying hey uh, my name is such and shuts from from O-Town and would you 
be interested in speaking to us about some opportunities we might have for your artists. So you want to keep it open-ended. Don't uh, message them and say exactly, hey, we want to sign them to a record deal or anything like that. You just want to keep things open-ended. And you want to... You want to make at least two forms of contact. So they might have a phone number listed on their website. And you'll also want to contact them in conjunction with emailing the manager or whoever the person you're contacting is. Because these are very busy people. You might not hear from them. Uh, from a for a while, so you will have to follow up, give or take a week or two. You should follow up and make sure they've read your message, they understood it, and you got a response back from them. So moving on to scouting uh, resources, the two best websites that you can start out with. When you're searching for artists, are going to be ReverbNation.com and KingsOfAR.com. So let's move on to the next module. It's going to be the booking module. This deals with booking shows and events and appearances for artists. So sometimes the artist might have their own booking agent that does. Uh, this for the artist but it's also important that we know how to do it if they don't have a booking agent so the first thing we're going to do is look on our calendar and look at some dates some potential dates that would be good and also keeping in mind the artist's calendar and then we're going to look for a venue and look at their calendar and see what type of acts that they are booking at that venue. So if they're booking rock bands and our artist is a hip-hop artist, it wouldn't be a good idea to book our hip-hop artists with that venue that normally has rock bands. And that's because usually the audience is going to be more into rock bands than they are going to be into hip-hop. So you want to keep that in mind. So that's why you will look at the venue's calendar for those type of acts and seeing what they have been booking in the past. And then also you want to see what their availability is, obviously. You will want to contact the venue, of course, with two forms of contact. Like I previously stated with the email and some phone number or it might be on Facebook or something like that. And of course you want to email them. Make sure the signature, your email signature is in your email. It's professionally uh, done email and you're just saying, hey, I have such and such artist and... We would be interested in doing a show on these 
dates. So you want to give at least three days you have open. And you're going to be either contacting the talent buyer who represents the venue or a promoter who represents in a separate company. And promoters are usually independent. Um, if it's some, if it, the talent buyer is the person that is with the venue, the promoter is independent or they're with a different company and handle things a little bit differently. But you want to address the proper person and make sure you're talking to either the talent buyer or the promoter. Now, when you do that, they're going to probably ask, okay, do you have a website or a press kit for this artist? And they want to see, you know, how good is this artist? How, how big they are? You know, how big of a crowd are they going to draw to the venue for the show? So you're going to forward them a website URL or a press kit. Now the press kit uh, is what or was usually paper documents, and that would be something like uh, one sheet, which was which is basically a bio, a few pictures, some contact information, and it's just a brief overview of the artist and what they represent. Also in that press kit, you would have their CD with a few songs, probably like three songs on there, and some really good photos. And you would also have a writer in there. And the writer is a document that outlines all the requirements that the artist wants from the venue. It's basically a contract stating if the venue, if the artist is going to perform at any venue they're going to need you know such and such security or such and such accommodations and they will have to be paid such and such amount so you want to have your press kit together and you'll see the term EPK that just stands for electronic press kit and EPKs are always going to be in PDF format so you want to for them an EPK that has the one sheet give or take three to four high def photos a writer and some songs you might have a f like three mp3s of their best songs in there and you put this into a folder and you compress it as a zip file and that's what you email them as the EPK. So there are a few resources you can look up online to find venues. If you're looking for venues, there's a site called IndieOnTheMove.com. And there are a few other websites. Uh, ReverbNation.com has it as well. They have a, data, a database of venues all over the country. And you just want to look around in general. There might be some other websites out there that are databases and can show you where to find venues and what their contact information is. So after you've sent them 
the artist EPK. Then you're going to move on to the next step and the, and the talks and discussion with the, the venue, with the talent buyer promoter. And the, the next step is going to be the compensation. Now, for all of our artists, we ask for a guarantee. A guarantee is guaranteed compensation for the artist up front ahead of the show. So we can, you know, negotiate things. Venues will have, you know, their own requirements to how they compensate artists, no matter who it is. So you will have to work with them and try to negotiate something out. And a lot of the times there's there's a lot of venues out there that will not have you sign anything, but we will require that you, the, the artist manager, create a contract for the the talent buyer, the venue, the promoter to sign with all the uh, information regarding not only the compensation, but whatever that artist has in their rider. So it could be security, um, any type of accommodations, any anything like that. So you want to get all that stuff negotiated and get it written down in paper and have it signed by both parties. So once that's set, you want to give for any type of show, you want to give at least one month. And if it's a lot bigger show, you want to give at least two months ahead time. And then once we're about a week away from the, the show day, you want to do what's called advancing. And that is just confirming all the details between all parties, the artist and the, the talent buyer slash promoter. And just confirming that all of the details and everything is set to go. There's no problems, no issues. Um, you know, you want to make sure the artist didn't get sick or, or the, the, the talent buyer double booked somebody else on the same day by mistake. So that's advancing is just one week before the show date, just confirming everything is okay. So let's move on to the next module and let's go with, let's go with marketing, but let's go with, let's start with uh, social media here. So social media. So the artist manager is going to manage all the social media websites and profiles for the artist. I mean, sometimes the artists will log into their accounts and, you know, post stuff themselves. But from for the daily day to day, it's the job of the artist manager to do to manage the, the sites and profiles and post to them. So you want to make sure with all their profiles that all the information is filled out. It all, all looks good. Um, you want to make sure, of course you know, our information is there, you know, like if you're on Facebook, it might have, uh, you know, inf information you could fill out for the record label and booking manager and all those types of things. So you'll make sure all that information is filled out and you want to make sure the design of the profiles look good. So 
you know, you have the profile pic and then obviously like the background for for some of these sites like Facebook, Twitter, and you want to make sure that it fits the overall theme. So some some people know how to do graphics themselves. You might need some help with doing the graphics for those, but you want to make sure that they all look good. And sometimes you'll have the, the header image up there change sometimes if we're promoting, you know, artist album that just came out, we'll do like a little graphic uh, with the album and it might say, okay, buy, buy the new album now, you know, have a picture of it and you might say iTunes or something and then we'll put that up there. So when it comes to those, those designs, the profile picture and the, the little header picture up there, um, those get changed on a, those should be changed on a regular basis just to do those types of things like for promoting a new uh, album that just came out. We're going to go and create a graphic and put it up there. And that's all across all the profiles, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Tumblr. Um, and, you know, like Instagram, it might not have the ability to put pages up there like that and put a, a header image, but you can just post it within the regular photos feed. So there are all the, I say that, but all of the websites are all different. And then each artist might have their own, uh, you know, different, uh, social media profiles. Usually everybody has Facebook, Twitter, but they might have Tumblr and, and Pinterest and all these other sites. So when you're managing these social media uh, profiles, you want to post to each one at least once a day. So you want to post something interesting uh, or something related. It might not have to be exactly um, about the artist releasing a new album or something like that. It could just be something related in general about the the industry or what the, the artist does. So moving on, we have radio TV. And now these are, first of all, TV is a little bit rare to use, but promoters will use TV ads if they're promoting a big show. Sometimes there's TV ads about promoting, you know, somebody's new album that just came out. Now, when it comes to radio, you have two types of radio, terrestrial radio and satellite internet radio. And then you can also include in there streaming services. When it comes to promoting on radio, we're not doing radio ads per se, we're just uh, what it means by radio is obviously placing the artist music on radio in circulation. Now, when it comes to that, we do have distribution for internet streaming radio. Um, 
and then also we can submit individually to satellite. When it comes to terrestrial, it's a little bit more difficult, but it is possible. So that's a whole nother realm that usually we have a radio promoter or somebody like that deal with placements on terrestrial radio. That's your AM, FM radio. So we've got PBC ads, print ads. Uh, print ads, that's usually for a show. So you might be doing a poster or flyer for a show. And you could, as the artist manager, do that. Or if there's a promoter involved or, or, or the venue agrees to do it, they will promote it. And they will create the flyers and, and posters for that. And that says understanding demographics. Um with any artist you should you know at least understand who the audience is for this artist so is it you know females 15 to 30 or something like that you should at least understand because that's going to help you overall with marketing efforts so artist management the next module travel lodging so the life of an artist is very busy um, and very very difficult at the same time and so you know they're always going to be on the road traveling from show to show uh, on the road going to events, appearances, going to the studio, you know, they'll be there at 3 in the morning, blah, blah, blah. So there has to be accommodations made for all their travel and where they're going to stay. So if we're doing a tour, we'll, we'll obviously have a tour bus or it could be a van. And if we have the van, then they will have to be staying somewhere each night. And this ties into the scheduling. So the artist will have to get a schedule two months ahead, at least at a minimum, of all these shows that they're doing, all the appearances, events that they're going to be at, all the studio time that they're going to spend has to be all scheduled and you have as an artist manager you have to make a schedule and put this into the artist calendar and give this to the artist at least two months ahead so let's move on to contracts so you have the Artists contracts, if they're recording artist contract, and um, that is the record contract that new artists will sign. 
And it's a multiple rights agreement, which means that the artist is signing away all of their rights to their music, videos, um, merchandise, publishing royalties. Now, anything before or after the signing of the contract, we do not own that. But anything that they do during the term of the contract, uh, we take ownership of. And the revenues that come from those uh, sources are usually split 50-50%. Now, each contract, when we're going through the signing process, um, the contract will end up with different changes in there that we negotiate with their party. There are four sources of income. So the first is uh, record sales, then publishing, royalties. Those get distributed uh, every quarter of the year. Then live performance income and then merchandise income. So they have four incomes. Now, the first part of signing the artist is going to be sending them a proposal. Now, we already talked about in scouting about doing the contacting them. So once we get to the point of saying, okay, we, we're ready to sign you guys. Now, you know, we've, we've, you know, looked at this artist. We thought they were really good. They fit all the criteria. And we have them looked over by the executive A&R. Now we have to go through this process. So during this process, we advise them to have their own entertainment lawyer. And we're going to be working with this lawyer throughout the entire signing process. And this process usually takes at least a month to two months to get through. So we're going to send them at first a proposal. Actually, the first thing we're going to do is sit down with their artists and their team and have a conversation either face-to-face -face or, or over Skype or some type of video or phone and just discuss what we can offer them and then they'll tell us what they're looking for and then if we both agree, we'll, uh, we'll move on to the next step, which is sending them the proposal. Now, there are templates within a drive. And you can get those templates. And there's going to be spaces in there that needs to be filled out. So you're going to put the artist's name. Then you're going to put the date that they're, they're going to start. And dates for other things, such as when they're going to, the timeline from when they're going to do the videos and the tour and everything like that. And then also it's going to ask for um, budgets. And then those also got to be filled out. 
So from the first day that the now the signing day is going to be, you know, the day that they sign and from that signing day is when everything's going to start. And when they sign that day, that's the day that they start working right away. So um now you might be asking, okay, how do I know what the days are and all that? Now we usually go by um, you know, a certain formula. So they're gonna have ninety days to record and get the project done and complete it. When it, we wanna give a month or two after that to release. We can also release the first single even during the process of the night the initial ninety days. You know, if we were in the initial 90 days to get one song done, then we could take that and put the first single out. And we want to give at least two to three months after that first single release to do the second single. And those single releases are going to be put out with the music video releases. And then a few months after that second single release, we're going to put the album out. And that album is going to be out for, you know, like a month. And then after that, it's going right on tour. And the tour can vary just depending on, you know, many factors. But, um, you know, it could be a national tour, regional or international Now, when it comes to budgets, those can vary as well. So, usually the executive A&R, CEO, uh, anybody within executive management will be able to tell the artist manager exactly, um, you know, the budgets and the exact dates and all the things just in general that we want to do for this artist. And that's usually, that's going to be, uh, you know, the artist manager is going to be notified of that during the, the signing process. So during the signing process, we'll, you know, of course, all sit down as a team, with the executive manager and, you know, look at this artist, evaluate them, you know, see what we think, come up with what we want to offer them. And, you know, then at that point, the artist manager is going to know what to put in that proposal and what they can offer the artist. So after they, their team, the artist team has looked over the proposal, they agree, they like it. Then we move on to the next step, which is sending them the actual contract, which is the multiple rights agreement. They're going to look over that and, you know, they're going to, you're going to have the lawyer look over it, their lawyer, and they will go through and they should be able to redline uh, some terms and things in there that they don't like, they want to get changed, and then they should be able to put 
some notes next to those red lines and forward that document to us. We're going to look at that and we're going to do the same thing. We might agree with some changes. We might not, but we're going to notate it and we're going to get back with their lawyer, their team and discuss what we agree with, what we don't agree with. And then we're going to negotiate it. And like I said, this process takes at least a month or two. So, um, you know, we're going to be going back and forth negotiating certain things, making changes, different revisions to this document. And then we're going to come out with the final product. And we're going to both agree with all the terms in there. And, of course, we're going to have our signing day set. They're going to come in on the signing day to our office and sit down and sign the document. Now, if they are unable to to come into the office to sign, they can also sign it remotely by notarizing the document, signing themselves, notarizing it, and mailing it to us. And once they signed, we're going to sign it and mail it, uh, mail a copy back to them. All right. So moving on, we have the producer-songwriter contracts, uh, venue rental, artist performance, these are many other contracts, you know, for all types of other things. Uh, in this industry, there's contracts for everything. You have to have a contract if you're working with anyone, whether it be a producer, engineer, um, songwriter, another venue. There's, there's always got to be a contract for something. So all those contracts can be found via link within a drive. So let's move on to publicity, onto the publicity module. So you have the magazines and publications, uh, TV, radio appearances. Now, as an artist manager, we we might have when we're doing the contracts we might have third parties involved so they might have brought in their manager their own manager and include that in the contract or they might have brought in their own publicist and, and to the contract if they did not then of course the artist manager will help with the publicity now we always want to get publicity for our artists um you know, they might have an album release. Of course, we're going to do publicity for that or or a big show. We're going to do publicity for that. But if they're not, if they're in a in between a stage of things where they, they don't have something new coming out, then we could still do some publicity. So that's uh, placing them interviews on radio or TV or magazine. 
This goes back, if you move down, it says television, radio. Um, this goes back to the marketing module again. Uh, instead of where the marketing one, it talks about radio, where I was saying that when it comes to marketing on radio, we are placing the artist songs on, on radio. Um Marketing publicity are kind of two different things within the same kind of interconnected realm. Um, publicity, when we're dealing with radio and television, our approach is going to be different into how we put that artist there. So for TV... It's going to be, um, you know, the, the artist uh, just came out with a, a new album, so we're going to put their ads on there. Um, same for radio as well. And then moving on to appearances, um, those are like red carpet events, uh, things of that, meet and greet, where the artist meets with fans and signs autographs and all that type of stuff. And we want to get those types of events set up. So we might be booking the artists to go do a, a red carpet event for a movie premiere or something like that. Award show. And then, you know, we will regularly set up, you know, from time to time, we'll, we'll set up meet and greets with uh, fans So let's move on to the show production module. So I'm just going to go over this one briefly. Um, if, you know, you're doing promotional, if you're promoting a show, which is different from booking the show, you're going to have to know some things about show production. That's just making sure, you know, the audio sounds good. Um, everything visual looks good. The staging is good. Everything is running smoothly before the show and after the show. And this is if you're promoting your own show so we do have a concert promoting company separate from O-Town and promoting is almost similar to booking it's just that you're also marketing this show yourself and then you're dealing with the aspect of the production of the show So sponsorship uh, and the sponsorship module, 
uh, deals with the cost promoting. So if we are, I mean, if you, the manager, are promoting a show, or you could be a concert promoter, um, but if you're promoting a show, uh, you know, before the show is happening, you want to get sponsorships and some sort of endorsements before the show and also during the show, you know, so there could be, you know, when we're marketing the show, we could be um, putting the company's logo and and show flyers and posters and on the website. And then also we could be saying their slogan or their name when we have our radio and TV ads out there. And this also ties in with the event planning module. And this actually talks about the steps of the prom concert promoting. Um, you know, we have the sponsorship, which is, you know, the marketing aspect. It's helping to raise funds to put on the show. And it's also, you know, helping with marketing. Uh, so if you're promoting a show, um, you know, like I said, the sponsorship helps raise some funds. Now, if you... When you're usually promoting a show, it's usually not our artists. You're usually getting some artists from the outside. They're usually with another label or company or independent, whatever. And you want to make sure when you're doing promoting that you have the appropriate video. You have the appropriate artist that's going to fit with that video. Um, you got your sponsorship set up before the show's going to happen. Uh, the show is going to be promoted properly. Uh, you should have some spreadsheets or all of the amounts that are being invested. So there's going to be an initial investment. That's why you have the sponsorships. There's going to be an initial investment of money that you're going to put into the the show so it's you're gonna need you know initial money up front to guarantee the artist and then you're gonna need initial money up front for for advertising materials and then also you'll have to pay uh the venue uh you'll be rent renting the venue so you have to put some type of deposit on the the rental of the venue So the next step, the next module is going to be music industry. And there's a video in there. There's a link to a video. Watch that video. And there's an article here that says evolution of music business. And it talks about the three um, states of the music industry. And we got the other modules, week one through eight. So each week, you're going to click in there. And you're going to see 
the assignment for that week. It's also on the syllabus. And just give that to the ENR manager or executive ENR. So that should conclude this lecture. If you're in the if you're in the artist management manager course or music business internship course, we have covered everything, all the modules, um, and just the, the brief explanation of week one through eight, and hopefully that's answered lot of questions out there but of course if you do have additional questions and you can of course just talk to your ENR manager executive ENR